You're listening to the Welcome to the Rebellion podcast. Hey, Jay, are you ready? Because it's time to start the show. For a lot of food tomorrow, I guess. A lot of stuff happening tomorrow. Uh, before I begin, just like every every time, uh, want to thank Nine Line Apparel. If you want to get some great gifts for someone, go over to NineLineApparel.com and use the discount code DRUNK3PO letter O. Get 20%. That's a big one. Also, if you want more of the conversation, check out my Patreon or think about becoming a channel member. Everything is in the description below, including the link to my guest. Before I bring her on, I just want to see everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I have been a fan of this person for a little over, I think, a year. I just love art. Like, I love uh, painting and drawing and poetry. Yes, I like poetry a little bit, a little bit. And I'm not really sure how I found Tabitha. I'm not really sure, but uh, she probably tagged me uh, and I happened to see it. So it's just one of those things. So I'll bring her on now. Everybody say hello to Dreaming Tabitha. Hello. 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 I just wrote a poem for you while I was waiting. Roses are red and violets are blue. There's no one more handsome on YouTube than you. I mean... <laughs> There's your poetry. I would say that was original, but you know, I get that stuff three or four oh. times a week. Yeah. But I still I'm still obliged to say thank you. Right. So. right. <laughs> You're at that point. I hear it so much, but I, I have to appear humble. Thank you. I don't even know how that I don't even know how that started. When people see me in person, they're just like, Good God, man, what did that rumor stop? It's like I, I know. I don't know. I don't so, know. so much like Star Trek. Good God, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, you know? Like, that's just like where... When I think that when people think of men that are handsome, it's like... I know, but it's like you think people that are like, you know, ripped up and... I told you, tops. I told you. Like, 75% of a man's attractiveness comes from within. For women. <laughs> I'm gonna ask people that. You said 70%. That way women find oh uh, hold on, you said 70% of attractiveness come from confidence or no, it comes, personality. Comes from comes from within. Yeah, it comes from personality. Oh, a man's within. personality and... is what attracts women the okay, most. Okay, okay. All right. But All it right. does help that you have a brilliant smile. And of course, I'm that weird person <laughs> in the chat. From time to time, be like nice eyebrows. <laughs> I know you always talk about my eyebrows. You have like really these great giant eyebrows. caterpillars crawling over my eyes. I mean, I've never uh, seen them up close. I don't know how bushy they might be, but I mean, from bushy. from on screen in the pictures, I mean, they look well manicured, and I just that's that's a big thing for me and a lot of women is is well kept I, facial I do, hair. Uh, <laughs> manicure mine. Good. Good. We we notice. Yeah. We notice. <laughs> Not my hair so much. It's just it's it's getting to that time, you know. 
Well, it's kind of hard to recover from hat off. hair, you know. I don't get hat hair. Like I get like, see, it just gets. Uh, all I gotta do is a couple. Nice. I'm ready to go, you know. Then we got like night on the town, you know, hanging out on the corner, <laughs> gonna watch corner? a movie, <laughs> you know. I can get the Superman curl like really easy. So it's nice. one of those. It's one of those things. So. I can't do that. I- <laughs> <laughs> You know how but long gotta, it took me to do just this. I gotta movie? rip the merchandise, man. I gotta rip the merchandise. And as you can tell, I'm wearing one of Tabitha's t-shirts uh, that was gifted to me by someone in the chat named Lulu. So She's thank awesome. you for the t-shirt. And then, of course, if you didn't know, Tabitha actually painted this picture. Wait, which one is the original? Right here. That's you got the original. Of course I have the original. I don't have the Hold on. I don't have the original. I have a print. Well, okay. Let me just say, yours was the first ever to come with a background. And this one, when I finished drawing it and coloring it, and I signed my name on it, it was not until I uploaded it to the computer that I realized I totally forgot her armband, the, the tattoo with the red rectangles on yeah. it. And I'm like, that's kind of important. so so yours i had to digitally put that on there in photoshop so yours was the like i was about to like release to the masses (laughs) and i'm glad that i caught that because you know star wars fans can rip you a new one and so yours was the first Ah. ever printed yours was the first ever created printed scene all right i'm gonna say this i appreciate it i really do but i thought it was an original that's why I went and spent like a brand new car on a guy <laughs> that created a frame just for that. With I can't hand. help your presumptions. <laughs> I went to the. I went to a. I went to like because uh, that picture there was a gift uh, from somebody, and I took them both. I wanted to get it special, so I went to a special framer. The guy like. He makes all this stuff by hand, and I'm like telling him, "Yeah, it's an original. <laughs> it's an original print. That's okay. It's okay. All right. I still well, love it. I mean, it's on the. It, it made the wall. You know, it made the wall. I know that when I saw that up there, I was like, like every. I. I mean, I. You know, I watch the channel for you and your guests and everything like that. But I just my eye always goes to that place on the wall, and I'm like. To the to the picture, yeah. You yeah. know, it took me like three days to like look at this backdrop here. It's like I got special lights, and there's still more to. I still have to do more. I'm trying to look cool, all right. I'm trying to be more presentable. Before I used to have posters, like all my posters are still there from like the uh, uh, old days. The, the I gotta old figure days. out what I'm gonna do with that. And uh, I, I've been giving them away actually. i was like telling some of my members. My YouTube members is like, you guys want? I have like that Revenge of the Jedi poster that everybody that everybody wants. So I figured. I try to be I'll cool with my background too, but then it was just like at the end of the day, I have to live here. I can't just make everything look pretty for everybody else. I need to like it, and I'm not totally satisfied. But like, I'm sending this back to the person that sent it to me. This will probably get eaten after the new year. So just like eaten. Yeah, this is. Uh, gingerbread it's a gingerbread stargate it's completely edible even the blue stuff in the did inside. you make that 
I did. Did you not see, watch my video, my latest YouTube video? See, this is why I like having, I like talking to artists because I, when I think of gingerbread stuff, I think of gingerbread house. And every year, me and my family, just honestly, my brother, we always buy the most ridiculous gingerbread house and try to create it. And it just never, I don't know why we do it every year, but we try. It's like a thing. And we're like making it and it just, you know, you look at the box and you look at the gingerbread house and you look at the box and it's just like, yeah. Anyway, before we continue, some people just don't have that touch. And here you made a Stargate real quick. My main man is here. Thank you for the $5. I don't know why, but Tabitha reminds me of Haley Atwell. Did I say that right? Haley Atwell. I hope it's a compliment. Yeah. I'm not familiar with it. It's this a compliment. <laughs> My man Prime here is a, he's a good good dude. Uh, wow. Every, all the women in the chat are agreeing with you. Uh, Robert Crawford for 10. Jay's the most interesting man in the world. What's up? No, Orlando? that would be the Dosecki's Do man. Yeah, people are saying that I have more stories than he does. <laughs> Probably because you're real. <laughs> That's true. Like right now, I'm drinking my, you know, my Bumble uh, <laughs> Christmas eggnog surprise. I don't even know what's in this. Like, there's no alcohol. I, I can guarantee that. But uh, I think it's eggnog and coffee. Anyway, Robert, thank you for the 10. <laughs> it's not the best. And Lulu. Thank you for the $10 super sticker. Look at the love in here. Uh, look at all the love. If you're a mod here, would you mind dropping Tabitha's YouTube channel in the chat? And so possibly you, how I you have an this. Etsy store, right? I do. Yeah, if you could find that, if you could just put that in the chat every now and then. So <laughs> people are not happy about the eggnog. Where you can buy authentic, one-of-a-kind, original Cara Dune. <laughs> posters that are not at all like jay's <laughs> no like what's up with that to make matters I worse not... like I, I it's okay i i forgive you uh just don't let it happen again anyway my <laughs> are you able to like uh are you able to like pull that gingerbread thing are you bring it over yeah did you not but did i sign i think i signed your poster though i don't have the opportunity to actually physically sign my posters so when i make billions of dollars using my brain don't complain anymore okay <laughs> uh i'm gonna have to take these out real quick so no no smack talking oh cool now that she can't hear uh no honest to goodness like it, there's just something about artists and the things that they can create that are just it's uh it's quite amazing. And if you haven't subscribed to her channel or seen her Etsy store, the links will be in the description while you're listening. She went to go get a, and I'll try to describe it best for my Spotify people that can't actually see. Um, so what do we have here? Sugar. Here we go. It reeks of sugar. Oh yeah. You made that? I did. Oh, why did you make a Stargate? Because I love Stargate. <laughs> really? Like the TV show or the movie? Yes. <laughs> Everything Big, Stargate. 
a big SG-1 fan. I'm big into Star Wars, Stargate, and Stargate Next Generation. Like, I, I love me some sci-fi, which is so funny because for years I've always been a fantasy freak, and I still kind of am, but I've just really gotten heavily into, and so, I mean, like, this is all, so, these are graham crackers, and the rest, the base and everything in the Stargate itself is all made out, handmade out of gingerbread, where I had to make my own templates and measure. And I don't measure stuff, but I actually measured this time. And um, this right here is uh, Jolly Ranchers and Lollipops melted together. If I, I wish I had a light. You melted Jolly Ranchers and Lollipops to make the screen. I did. I was going to leave it blank, but my heart told me that I didn't want to really do that. And so, let me, let me get my flashlight on here. And so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, this is 100%. Did, did you just like wake up and you were just like, I'm going to do a Stargate? Uh, so, in. In my family, we do nerd Christmas every year for the past, like, I don't know, five, six years. You do nerd Christmas? What's nerd Christmas? Like, you pick you pick a yes. theme? Yes. And we're, we're, big, we're big movie lovers and things like that. So what we do is we'll pick uh, a franchise, and then we will do either food or arts and crafts or something like that centered around the movie. For example, when my brother first got married, his, <clears throat> excuse me, his wife had not seen Lord of the Rings. We're big Lord of the Rings people. And so, and, and we're not like watch one movie. We watched all of them. Christmas Eve, we watched all three back to back. And that's over 10 hours. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh extended edition only. Well, now you're so, talking maybe 12. Yeah, like 13 something hours. So we had meals like the hobbits for that. So we had breakfast, second breakfast, 11Zs, afternoon tea, dinner, lunches, all that. And then one year we did do Harry Potter. And so we all made wands and we actually used them while we watched the movie. And that just takes the experience to a whole nother level. <laughs> anyway, so we do gingerbread houses according to what we're doing as well. And my mom and I have always dreamed of doing something fantastic with gingerbread. Mine always go to a dark theme. I'm a pretty happy, chipper, wonderful, kind of cutesy, adorable person. But my, <laughs> my gingerbread houses always go dark. Something happens. And they always, like, my first gingerbread house that I did, I think, when we were living here, turned into, like, human sacrifices in Scotland because... Dear it just, God. It just... <laughs> I was creating... I know, it's terrible. I was creating a gingerbread house, and I decided to make it a Scottish hut, and I created Loch Ness, and I made Loch Ness out of the monster, out of candy canes, and my house started collapsing, and we had one little gingerbread dude left over, and he was burnt to a crisp. And we had these red and yellow Twizzlers. And this is just, again, this is just artistic creativity that comes from nowhere at the worst times. And I was like, this would make really excellent fire. And so I made a little altar, put a little burnt ginger cookie on there, shredded the Twizzlers, put it on it, and it looked great. So we just Wait, had to right, take- Hold on a second, hold on a second, <laughs> hold on. 
Now, if you need to put that back on the shelf, you can because I, I can answer a question. I think you should because I think people want to see it. Okay. So if you don't mind, I know you have to take the headphones off again. Chris Coran for two dollars says, "I know one poster you won't be giving away." Of course, bro. That that the gift that you gave me is uh, on display in the main room. So you know you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about that one. But thank you for the two dollars. Um, you know, like most of us, Christmas time. <laughs> I know. We have a little tree, maybe some eggnog. <laughs> Tell old stories. You know, sit around the Yule log. I don't know. Like people open a couple presents. The older you get, uh, you don't really get presents. You, yeah, you kind of get like ties. Well, I don't really get ties. Like. What did I get last year from friends and family? Uh, I got uh, I got socks, but like the anyway. You guys do nerd Christmas. This this is this is a thing with artsy people. Everyone like they don't they can't they can't uh, you can't do simple. <laughs> yeah, you just can't like put a couple Christmas, you know, balls on the tree, a little star, what we a little choo choo train. You go, we're going to have a nerd's Christmas. And then you went from nerd's Christmas to like murder, you know, in like five minutes. So I know it just that is like a dual personality thing that I have. I love, you know, I just let me just write that down if I ever meet you. (laughs) I know. Okay, I know this is a tangent here, but how's it going? (laughs) Anyway. I told a girl from church this week or this year we were working on something and we're getting to know She's each bringing other. Up church. Even better. I, I, I'm sorry, telling you, sorry, and she'd never seen Lord of the Rings. And I told her, I was kind of describing myself. And I was like, sometimes I feel like I'm a dual personality just, and I said, kind of like Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. And I said, you ever seen Lord of the Rings? And she's like, no. And you know, when you get caught up in the moment and you don't realize how it sounds to an outsider, because you know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, yeah. Spiegel, he's like these little gangly creature that like loves and hates things and talks to himself. I'm like, I just told this girl <laughs> who has no idea what I'm talking about that I apparently identify as some creepy little two personality person from a made up world. But anyway, so nerd Christmas, we did Indiana Jones one year and we made our own. <laughs> We made our little own idols out of Rice Krispie treats. Okay, all right. I'm, I have to stop you right now. <laughs> ever do Indiana Jones again? I just need two weeks notice. I'm flying in. Right. I want an Indiana Jones Christmas. I will make whatever the heck you want me to make. I will come in with the Holy Grail. All right. <laughs> I'll bring the Ark of the Covenant with me if i have to okay like just let me know because that to me sounds uh pretty absolutely mm-hmm. amazing christmas we try to All center right? the food around this movie. Round if I have to. i'm just saying <laughs> i'm, I'm just saying right. i'll sing right. anything goes you know like whatever i have to do so just please put that down on your list tell your mom i'm clean uh <laughs> I'll be okay. This year we're doing Disney because uh, I have a niece and it's something that she can relate to. But we're making, again, food according. It's kind of like international slash Disney because of the different princesses. And uh, we're going to make gingerbread themed. I'm going to make like a scenery. I'm going to do my best. Now that I've mastered 
the art of gingerbread. Um, I'm going to try to make a little mermaid scenery with like coral wreaths and wreaths and stuff like that, but it could turn gotcha. dark. It could. <laughs> it could easily turn into Ursula's lair. <laughs> that would be awesome. Ursula gets no love. She's and she right. has one of my favorite songs, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Unfortunate. That song. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah. My man says, hey, guys, love the model Stargate. Speaking as an ex-model um, practical effects designer, that looks pretty good. It looks amazing. And you can eat it. And you can eat it. <laughs> it's been hard not to lick the event horizon over here because it smells like Dolly Ranchers. <laughs> Tabitha, what are you doing over there? I'm licking Stargate. I'll be right there. Right there. <laughs> I mean, I, Again, no context. You know, if you don't know, somebody it's made walks out of candy. in and you're like, uh, do you need a minute? Uh, okay. Do I need to remove these toys from this room? Because uh, anyway, Dr. Rachel, for $10, thank you. As a fellow artsy person, I can safely say that we do that, too. Our tree has all nerdy ornaments, and we decorate sugar cookies very intricately every nice. year. Thank you for the $10. Thank you for the love, everybody. Thank you for the love. Now, do you record this stuff for your YouTube channel? Uh, the videos of me making stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Most so if people are curious, they can go to... Dreaming Tabitha's YouTube channel, which we've been putting in the in the chat, and they could follow along with you making. Did you do the? You did the gingerbread one because mm -hmm. I'm being I mean, scolded for not watching it. That's right. I, I did a video for this one. Of course, I have this one here that got me the most views on my channel, and then I have one for my 100 subs playlist button, and of course for my original one over there i do have a video coming soon for this helmet 100 subs playlist button yes you saw that you comment unless yeah. you just commented on there because you i did so see it well, i'm just watching. for the for the audience that doesn't know i was trying oh, to okay. lead you in Sorry. uh I, that's how we do I things since, here i have since surpassed that <laughs> like uh but <laughs> i do have a video coming with uh this helmet that was given to me somebody liked my art style stuff i don't really know they just they liked what i did and they said hey i make 3d printed helmets if i send you one would you like to paint it you can do whatever you want to it i'm like yeah <laughs> so, i have done a sci-fi crossover with this helmet and i really don't like the idea of having to send it back to him because i've fallen in love with it <laughs> but uh, um... it was super fun did you know you wanted to like like how did when did you start doing artsy stuff and you were like this is what i really love doing were you like really little was it was, <clears throat> it, was that just something like the family did or was it my mom has it always mom, been like that at your place or um yeah i mean my mom is very artistic very uh crafty um my brother in a different way he's a little bit more architectural and he's a phenomenal builder 
magic with building. I can't build squat. I used to get mad at him with Legos and like break his stuff. <laughs> he wasn't like, I told you, anger. <laughs> and uh, I just was mad that I couldn't do it. But my, so I, I've been doing arts and crafts and we were homeschooled for many years because we were a military family. So we traveled a lot. So, mm. uh, you know, that just was an easy way to also do things together and, and all that kind of stuff. But as far as when did I realize that it would like, you mean like, when it was my calling, when I realized that. Sure. Okay. Um, that's, I guess as far as doing it full time, like it being who I was probably about four years ago where I realized this is what I'm meant to be doing. Um, and the way that I knew, because I had been, I'd been battling for a while. I used to work at a paint studio where I taught adults um, how to paint. And that wasn't working. I worked there for almost three years and it was great, but there were things that were happening where I, the creativity wasn't really being allowed. And it was turning more into a business than a creative way to help people and, and help other people reach their own levels. And I was battling whether I should quit my job. I'm a very committed person too. So I was like, I've only been working here for two and a half years, but I was like, time to move on and what sealed the deal for me that also like what was my career choice what should I be doing is that I was vacuuming and when I vacuum I like to put patterns in the carpet and oh, all right, hold I... on, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry chat and everyone listening I have to pause because I consider myself an artist too so you find it but I do musical stuff and uh, so the painting aspect and all that, like creating with your hands and everything is is really very interesting for me. So I just want to make sure I heard this correctly. <laughs> when you vacuum the floor, you make like crop circles to talk to aliens or just designs. Uh, it just depends on the day. No. <laughs> depends on the day? <laughs> Uh, Today's I, Little I, Mermaid. All right. I, I hey, Tomorrow's I do that pirates. when I I do that when I cut grass. Sometimes I make circles in the yard and oh just like, <laughs> look. <laughs> I, I artist, I'm trying to tell a story here, <laughs> It was artist. when I was vacuuming. I was making palm. <laughs> I know it feels silly. I was making palm trees in the carpet. Oh, and. I've been do I do that all the time, but I re all of a sudden when I did that, I like saw it and recognized it for the first time. Like I'm making <laughs> patterns in the carpet. Everything that I do pretty much is our it doesn't matter if it's gardening, it doesn't matter if it's cutting the grass, vacuuming. Even when I clean the soap scum from my bathtub, I like to make little designs <laughs> in there first before I erase everything all the way. That's who I am. And that was when I realized I need to pursue this as not just, just a hobby, not just sure. something. This is, this is just, it flows through me. It's just naturally, I didn't even realize that it influenced pretty much everything that I do. Um, and so that to answer your question, like that's, that's just how I knew as far as the medium choices. I mean, obviously you can tell that I do a whole bunch of different kinds. Um, painting. I just started, I taught myself how to paint 
um let's see six... all right before you get into that i think mm -hmm. that you taught yourself how to paint um a lot of times people think that a painter or an artist it's just not like you just start off like picasso right it takes a lot of dedication and work right to figure out i see you crossed your eyes at me yeah and that's what people don't realize like sometimes they i was talking about this oh, my last guest they were just like oh wow you're just so talented it's like i get it there's a level of mm -hmm. passion talent but then even with that there comes like a lot of work like like a yeah. lot of uh a lot of a lot of mistakes a lot of uh but see this is like getting inside the head of an artist like seeing how they think oh is, you don't want uh, to come up here it's crazy it's fascinating <laughs> <laughs> it's fascinating so now it's like all right we got the crop circles with the, with the human sacrifices out of gingerbread <laughs> yeah and so okay so now we're at you're at painting so let's can continue painting um yeah i mean I've, I've been like dabbling with painting again we were homeschool we we're already very artsy and stuff mm -hmm. like that with my upbringing um but i, I used to draw a lot i really enjoy enjoyed that and then um i met this girl on a trip one time and she was just so so good at, at painting it was a different art style completely from mine but there was just something about her i just i admired what she did. And this was before I had made all my, my career choices and things. I was at that time working at a school, um, looking after children and nothing really artistic there. Just watching urchins run around screaming at each other. And, um, <laughs> and she, she worked, I forget where she worked, but it wasn't anything artistic either, but she had such a passion for what she was so good at it. And I don't know, there was something about that girl and I cannot, I, I thought about it multiple times. There's nothing specific. I got point about her that, but it just influenced me to give it a try. And so I decided to paint. And the first painting I, I made was, and just, just speaking out of honesty here, was this beautiful painting of a full moon with grass coming up to here on the bottom. And I painted two minions because at that time, Despicable Me was really big. And one was holding a banana going like this to the moon. And there was another one with his tongue out reaching out to grab it. And I mean, it was a really beautiful painting. <laughs> and someone bought it for a friend. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just kept kind of dabbling in that. And then my aunt asked me to make a sea turtle. She commissioned a painting from me. I don't know why, because I don't think she necessarily, she just knew that I was creative and talented, I, but I didn't necessarily have a portfolio for her to glance over. And to this day, I don't know how I painted this turtle <laughs> without guidance experience. This was before like YouTube tutorials, or at least before me knowing about them. And it was one of the most beautiful creations I'd ever made, even to this day. And I don't know how. And it just from there just kind of kept going. And only until recently was it this year, I decided to dabble in oils because before I'd only ever worked with acrylics. I'd heard magical things about oil painting. And the first real oil painting that I ever did was this one back here. And it was just a game changer for me. So pretty much everything now that I do is with oils 
Um, but as you can see, I still dabble. So do. I, all right. So as an artist yourself, I have to, this is where it gets a little weird. So feel I've free to say hi it. to the chat real quick, because <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to show you one of my paintings and you could tell oh. me, <laughs> I He's thought laughing. I had it right here, but I, I put it behind just a little out of my reach. So, yes. Yes. Like most there. things in life, it's, oh, it's right there, but just a little out of reach. <laughs> well, hello, chat. It's good to see you. Um, I can't see you, so it's good to know you're there. <laughs> oh, here it comes. Make sure everybody claps with some emojis. I can't wait to rip Jay's art. Wow, that's sad. Christopher in the chat said that. That's very sad. All right, so this is a J original. Uh, before I show you this, <laughs> it better not be a stick figure with the dog. It's not. It's not. It's a. It's okay. a painting of. It's a painting of the moon. Uh, over a waterfall with mountains, at night. And uh, I did this, in the sixth grade. Oh. All right, it's my sixth, and I've always kept it. I don't know why. So here is my here's my painting. Oh, it's nice though. From the sixth grade, she's just being nice. What is uh, that upright can, thing it, over there? Is that an alien? Is it Stonehenge? What is this? That? Yeah, that's a waterfall coming out of the mountain. Oh, okay. The okay. I thought the waterfall was the little tornado and then at the bottom. The moon okay. shining down on the water. Okay, and See, uh, have reflecting the trees. So. I like the clouds. Yeah. The cloud shapes are really cool. Yeah, it's it start. Really you could see there's like a big mess up right here because it started off, um, started off as like a zoo, and when I realized <laughs> I can't really paint animals, uh, I just like I I rage quit and just plopped this black over it, and then I had to okay. I had to turn it. All right, so I went from that sixth too. grade. Okay. I've done that too. We so went from sixth grade now to eleventh grade. All right. And you finally get that zoo. <laughs> I realize when I paint, when I do paint, I love uh like nature, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So all right. So this is eleventh grade. Oh, that's lovely. Look at that. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It does look like an over easy egg is in the sky, but if you go underneath <laughs> of that, it's beautiful. Like I can like feel the frost in that. I like that. Yeah. So like I, I figured I'd paint like uh, Christmas trees in the snow, you know? So I really like that. Like, minus now the my college, snow, all but... my stuff that I painted in college. My mom has, so I don't have that because she was just like, that's my boys. I got to keep it. So I have everything I made in college. Like my mom doesn't have any of my stuff. <laughs> I go and visit my folks and sometimes like I'm, I think about it and I'm like, I'm like, mom, I painted like uh, New York City, like like uh, Central Park. Right. I'm like, where is that painting? She goes, I have it, son. I have it. And I'm just like. 
Well, where is it? I want to see it again. No, I can't get it out right now. <laughs> like they put it's, it in a it's box. It's too much somewhere. trouble to go into the vault and get the access code. And <laughs> Martin for two dollars says, "Team Candy Corn," or are, "Are you a Team Candy Corn?" or "And are you Team Pineapple on Pizza?" Yeah, the real oh, hard candy, questions are Team Candy Corn, Pineapple on Pizza. I mean. You do you, as the kids say these days, but don't. <laughs> I I don't like pineapple on pizza. Team candy corn, so you got to love Team candy. Yes, yes. Thank you for clearing that up. you have to up. eat them in little bits. Like, you can't eat the whole thing. It's got to be, like, you know, one color at a time. <laughs> and again, just to preface, uh, last night I had internet problems, so if I just freeze up, disappear, then uh, just carry on. I'll be back. Uh, eventually so okay so now we're fast forwarding now you want to make this into a career how did you be how did how does one do that how did you do that how did you like this is how i'm going to support myself it's how i'm going to make money i got to set this up because i ain't working back at no you know i'm not going back <laughs> i'm moving forward <laughs> i know it just didn't happen overnight um so um do tell how did it well after many days of crying and self-loathing and <laughs> uh, you just kind All of right. pushed forward um the un just to backtrack a wee bit it's a very unfortunate i think most artists can agree with me here that when you go to school for art it is great that they teach you art but they don't actually teach you how to be an artist they just teach you how to make art. So in order to be an artist, you need to understand business. You have to. And me not having a natural gift with numbers, <laughs> um, that was very difficult too, to figure out how to price things and whatnot. So it's been, it's been hard. Um, how, how did I do it? Well, I got another job. <laughs> but mm. I... Um, I, I, it's, it's artwork as well. I teach kids um, virtually how to paint. It's pretty much my, like my old job, except that I get to dictate how much I charge and I get to dictate what paintings and how many kids in my class and all of that stuff. So it's almost so like a teacher. Mm -hmm, I'm an art but, teacher. Like private teacher? Um, so it's through a platform called OutSchool. And... Hmm. Uh, it's really great. It's a great way to learn anything. If you want to learn about the history of gnomes, you can learn about it on OutSchool. It's just that you have to be in school. <laughs> but we have something um, like that here in Florida too. That's how I got. Uh, I started getting piano students as well. But oh, I can't yeah. remember what it was called, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So and OutSchool is based out in California, but yeah. So I signed up for that, and um, before that, I was basically just God was meeting my needs here and there. Um, I wasn't making oodles of money, but I would make just, and that's always some, so irritating sometimes, <laughs> making just enough to buy gas or, you know, just enough to buy that friend's birthday present, but never overflowing the bank account. And um, I'm still not quite there yet, but I do hope to be there one day. But I just, to see how and that's that's one way also uh one reason i know that i'm also i'm on the right path is that i can mm. see god god meeting my needs um 
there are many a struggle. It doesn't, you know, matter what medium you're working with it, the struggle is there because you have to make yourself known and you have to work hard and you have to fail. And I hate failing. <laughs> and, uh, so, I mean, I just move along and, and then I, I had my Etsy store. I was going to vendor vending events and I was going to like dog shows and stuff like that, or not dog shows, but like, um, dog events and setting up a tent and just putting up I would do dog themed or pet themed artwork and it was it was an eye-opening experience to see the real world um you know because artists tend to live in their heads and just to see what the struggle really was when you when you really go all in and you invest and you believe in what you're doing i can see why a lot of artists you know the great artists of the past why they went into to, to depression or potentially committed mm. suicide because if you don't guard yourself because I've, I've been there as far as the discouragement and sometimes the despair and the depression if you don't guard your heart guard your emotions it's very easy for that to overwhelm and artwork also you're you're putting a piece of yourself into whatever it is that you're making and that was one reason why i was very hesitant to send you my poster my picture because i mean as much as um i knew you were of course a cardoon fan a gina carano supporter like i told you it's a very cutesy girly doll kind of looking figure but I just something was like, I just I want to send that. I've never sent anything to a YouTuber before. And so it just something. So I was, was like, your first. <laughs> and All right. So that we makes it more special now. That makes it more special. <laughs> yeah. And the first I, I, present I, she sent everyone. Yes. I, yeah, I, I was very hesitant to do that. But just a small part of me was like, just do it. And because like, what if you would have would have been like, that's nice. Thanks. You know, that's, you know, obligatory thanks like is the worst. <laughs> mm. And, um, and you didn't realize I went and got it framed. Now it's in I all my know. videos. I look at that. That I can't, I really can't tell you lest I start crying <laughs> what that means to me. Like, mm you know, who am I? I've not been doing this. And the darndest thing is that these chibi Who am characters... I to make someone cry? <laughs> I'm just a, like a weird person with a microphone for crying out loud. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the, it's not just the appreciation. It's the recognition. Like somebody likes my artwork enough to put it on their wall. That astounds me. When people buy from my Etsy shop, like I nearly cried before you got me into when I clicked on the link and all that stuff like that, because somebody went and bought a whole bunch of stuff from my Etsy store. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, here's God meeting my needs. And again, that just keeps me on track. It's like every time I put something on my Etsy account, I'm always fearful that it's going to fail miserably. And when that happened, because that's a piece of me, I put a little part of myself out there, if you will, for somebody to hopefully buy and appreciate and put in their home, share with their friends and when that doesn't do well, it's like I failed. Um, it's really, it's like a rejection. And so for me to send that picture to you was way out of my comfort zone. Um, but I've been doing more of that this year. But I knew that being an artist was what I was meant to do. And how I do it, it's really, it's a day-by-day -day thing. You know, a lot of days I wake up 
and I want to make something, but I don't make anything. And then I feel like an even bigger failure because like, well, why don't you just get off your butt and make something? It, but it doesn't work like that as an artist. I'm sure you've met other people and you don't just wake up and be inspired. It was just really frustrating. Uh, no, not even personally. Like, it's been like, when I since, since I've been in New York, <laughs> I haven't wanted to work out. I've been wanting to like... <laughs> I don't have I haven't been inspired to like do certain things that I did before. So it's it's like it's you want around. to, but you but you don't. I think yeah. about it. It's like I should go to the gym today. Yeah. That was a nice thought. All right. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden it's Saturday and you're like, darn, I had yeah, that thought it's like on it's Monday. too late now. I'd rather play um, video games. You know. Yeah. No, I hear you, but it's uh when you're in business for yourself, it can be very, not only scary, but challenging, like you said, um, because you're just kind of waiting for stuff mm -hmm. to happen. Yeah, it's, it's out not of like your you're It's not like you're punching in, you know there's a check coming, there's not, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, but you took a, you, you took a chance, and so far... You're still walking on water, you know, <laughs> in, in a certain sense. I feel like I'm walking in the water. <laughs> just like maybe you're like, you know, you're, you're, maybe you're just splashing around, but your head is still above the water. Um, you and know. that's what I have to look at. It's like I, I have to count my blessings. I, I'm not in a position where I'm homeless. I'm not in a position mm. where I can't buy gas and so the days that i need a specific amount of money or uh, i need to get something done and i start loathing myself for not being better for not achieving more which i know is a ridiculous mindset but that's just it's just how it works up here i have to constantly right, so, remind yeah, myself you... of my blessings all right so there that's that's it when you're like that's that's easier said than done though isn't it though i like when you're struggling about... with something and you're just kind of like listen mm -hmm. when you're doing something and, and please correct me if i'm wrong because everybody's different oh i will so it's like <laughs> everybody's different <laughs> but when you're creating something and you're making something and you're like i put my heart and soul into it here it is and no one seems to you you, you get the feeling that no one seems to care it really does a number on your <laughs> motivation for the next one. But if you put something out there and it's like, oh, everybody gets it, everybody loves it, this and that, it seems like, ah, <laughs> well, let's get the next one out. And, and so there's more moments of, uh, I don't know, it's just like, it. life is, is like there's, that. So, so when yeah. you're in those valleys, I guess, you know, peaks and valleys is very cliche about life but it's very true but um when you're in those valleys you just remind yourself of the blessings that you do have yeah that's what it's kind of tricky to to describe so when i'm not feeling motivated and i'm not feeling successful 
and like a worthless piece of crap most days. Like I'm, I mean, like when I do, when I go through this, like the whole world just comes onto into my headspace, and I'm like, I'm, I'm failing my parents. I'm such a disappointment, and mm. <laughs> like it. Just, you see how far it goes? The rabbit hole goes, goes when you start. It goes so so quickly, and I I will also say that Satan knows that that's a weak spot that I have. He mm. knows that achievement is something I value and that I strive for. And because I just happen to be in the the career field that is ever waxing and waning and never stable, it can wreak, you know, he knows. And so I have to remind myself, you know, kind of like what Ben Shapiro says, facts don't care about your feelings. The facts are Mm. God made me this way. The facts are that God has allowed me to come so far He's given me talent and he's helped me develop my skills. And those are the facts. You know, I believe God is, I can see his fingerprints all through my life right now. And Mm -hmm. those are, those are the facts. So when I go through these moments, when the feelings come, I have to remind myself of the facts and it doesn't stop the way that I feel, but it helps me get to the next ridge because Satan is a liar. And so when he tells me that I'm a worthless piece of crap, nobody cares about me. My art sucks. <laughs> you know, all the wonderful words that, you know, come to mind. I have to remind myself that, you know, he is a liar. God's got a plan for me. And then it's almost like it becomes a challenge too, when all of a sudden I can sense uh, the oppression from without and sometimes from within, then it's like, okay, challenge accepted do better what can i do that would amplify uh and enhance what i already do why if i think my artwork sucks why does it suck what do i need to do better um so ever learning ever growing um i'm just i'm a i strive for success i strive for achievement and you know again bad and and good good days come and go but it's just like okay let's just see where we can go and then all of a sudden out of the blue, something will happen. And it's like, there it is again, God showing me just one day at a time. And I really think he's just teaching me for something greater. Like you need to trust this process because something's good going to, is going to happen. And I mean, that was like when you uh, promoted my channel for the first time and it was so surprising. It came out of nowhere. This nice was months guy. ago. Yeah. You know, are nice guy. And you are. <laughs> well, so I was like trying to get my Etsy store up. I had like just like a couple of things and then this picture here. And you were like, go check out her Etsy store and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, crap, I don't really have anything in my shop. And I remember a, a, a preacher listening to a speaker last year and he was saying, you're asking God for blessings, but you're not preparing for them. And it was like, oh. Uh... I've been wanting people to buy stuff from my Etsy shop, but I wasn't filling it with any product. <laughs> so you then said, go check her out. And I'm like, I need to put stuff in the shop. And so mm. I've been using that mentality and that, that, that process ever since then. Like you gotta uh, prepare. That is, we're gonna, we're gonna go back on that point. Uh, a wonderful woman in the chat says, do you do makeup tutorials? Your eyebrow, your eyeshadow, your eyeshadow. eyeshadow is on point. I don't because <laughs> I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I, thank you for the well, compliment. Obviously, like, obviously, they want to know how you do your 
Uh, your eyes, I guess. That's. I guess. Thank you. That's quite the compliment. I don't know that I have the patience <laughs> for makeup art or like. Uh, uh... <laughs> That's not. I think it all comes hand to hand. Uh, last last night, um, the guest I had on yesterday in the extra part of the conversation that many people didn't get to hear. It's interesting. We brought up he we he brought up a verse in the Bible. In uh, Romans, I think it's Romans twelve. Basically, it's about uh, renewing, like renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. Like you got to constantly renew your mind. And so, like, we just talked about that for just such a, a good minute. Where it's like, if we, it's so true. Like you have to mentally renew your mind from fears and doubts and less like I don't have value I'm not important oh my my stuff isn't as good as that person no one's buying my stuff I'm a failure because like I said once you jump into that rabbit hole it goes deep I mean you it it just like it will pile on quick like you'll go from (laughs) man I don't like that thing that I made there to you know I'm a my loser. parents, <laughs> you know, I'm probably adopted. My parents hate me. Like, I mean, it's this whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, thank you. So, yeah, but be transformed by the renewing okay. of your mind. Yeah. And be, so, like, that first part is, like, transformed. So, like, being changed. So, you got to be changed. So, and that's, I think that that is such a key moment in our life is getting to that point of, understanding how powerful your thought process and your mind is on where your life is headed and and being directed and you know things like that and i think for me and and you know i can only speak for myself but like that that counts as faith that counts as um motivation my passion all these things um you have to constantly you know redo Renew your mind to transform to be the person that you were supposed to be, because mm-hmm. when you're the per, I, when you're the per, it's when you're the person you're supposed to be. I feel with everything in my heart, you are doing something that is changing the world to be better. You ain't gotta be out, you know. Not everyone's supposed to be building orphanages. Not everyone's out supposed to be doing this. Like, not everyone's supposed to be famous but have a bigger platform. It's like. You're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. And if yeah. you're doing that purpose that you were created to to be, the world will naturally become better because it's becoming better because you're doing what you're supposed to do to make the world better. Yeah. I mean, it's like this whole, like, it's it's everything. But when you're not uh, and you're stuck in that hole, <laughs> like, just... Right. Well, because you affect the people around you, too, you know. Yeah. I mean, people don't even want, like, like, listen, we all, listen, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I'm sorry. Like, I hope this doesn't hurt anybody's feelings. But, you know, me and my brother are, like, best friends. And when the whole family comes, when we have those giant family meetings, we all, we talk, like, oh, there's aunt (laughs) so-and-so. If you see me talking to her, like, it's like, if you see me talking to her for more than five minutes, I'm going to tug my ear. That means get me out. Like... I don't want to hear her nonsense. I don't want to hear her complaining. 
I don't want to hear her. <laughs> or or Uncle, whatever. There's Uncle Ralph. Dear God, I don't want to come near him. He looks like he smells from a mile away. What's wrong with him? He looks you know, like and it's just. That's what I'm saying. It's like we all have the, we all know, we know. And it's like, it's like when you, when your mindset is of no one likes me, I'm rejected, I'm a victim, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm a that. Um, it, mm-hmm. It's, it reflects, like you said, like people pick up on it and they don't want to be around that negative energy. But here's the best part birds of a feather flock together is a true statement. Trust me. You see miserable people, they want to be miserable together. So you just go flock together over there. You see people that are like doing what you want to do in life. You want to like, like you see them like, not not necessarily thriving, but you see them beaming because they're living out their dream. It's like, go to those people, see what they're doing. Ask for assistance. Ask for like, it doesn't hurt. What's what's they could say? No, then that means you're in the same boat as you were before, but you know, when it came to like podcasts or YouTube, I did the same thing. I just was like, all right, that guy's doing what I kind of want to do. So I'm just going to watch. I'm going to ask if they answer great. If not, no big thing, you know, um, before I started like a podcast, I took, I took months asking people that, that do it and not just like big ones, but small, you know, once I have a small following, once I have a big, small following and just, you know, learning um and stuff like that so people that are listening now uh people that are listening just i think that is huge for you if you change the way you think and get around people that inspire you and that because if you fall in that negative trap like i said birds of a feather flock together Mm -hmm. you'll find other people that are miserable and you'll sit at the miserable table that's all i'm saying it's like you know you go to mom mom i ain't sitting next to aunt betty (laughs) I ain't sitting next to Uncle Frank. Like I'd rather sit at the kids' table talking Nintendo games. Like I, I ain't doing that. Oh, yeah. All they're gonna do is cry and complain. I don't want to be around that. I'd rather be at the kids' table. <laughs> um, Jack and seventy-five for thirty. Here's thirty for Tabitha. I know the feeling it is to take time to get people to buy things you're selling. Definitely, God wants the best for you and everyone, and I will do what I can to help in any way. Starting with this. Well, thank you. I'm going to use that 30 bucks to buy some from her store <laughs> for myself. When YouTube sends the money in, it'd be awesome. You. Uh, I don't know this person. He's kind of a troll, but uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> with a, uh, with a handsome friend. smile. Yeah. That's my good friend. Thank <laughs> you for the $5. All I got to say is Tabitha's awesome. Glad I get to be buddies with her. Uh, she has awesome merch shop, by the way, where have you been, man? We've only been talking about it for an hour, uh, for an hour. Where have you been? <laughs> but so tracking back just a couple of questions because mm-hmm. you were talking about being prepared you know a uh, farmer has to be prepared for the rainy season we should always be prepared um if we're if we're trying like you said you should you didn't know i was gonna tweet out your store at the time, I had 23,000 followers on Twitter before Twitter took my Twitter away. And, you know, you just never know what's going to happen. So, but in that, so so going back and being prepared, what, what is like, what's your biggest fear in all that? 
What's your biggest? Do you have a fear in all that? <laughs> um, I mean, like a lot of people, failure. Um, but the biggest is rejection. Like I said, putting it out rejection. there and nobody wanting what you have to offer. Um, and you you putting your heart and soul into it. Sometimes your tears, your sweat, literally. Sometimes your blood. You get cut, man. You start doing stuff. Mm. Um, and then you hear, you post it, like, either on. And that's the, the hard part. Like, social media is a tremendous blessing. But it also can be one of your greatest curses. Because you could post your art piece online. And you get crickets. While other people are doing... And I'm not trying to hate on other artists, but you'll other, see other creative people doing the dumbest things. <laughs> and, you know, 20,000 likes or whatever, and people selling out. And you're like, I don't understand. I, I, I did so much. Like, my, I was so passionate about what I did. Or, or, you know, like I was a couple of years ago before my understanding expanded. You'd be like, man, that just looked like somebody sneezed on it. This looks like a real person. Like... <laughs> Um, and then you start understanding a little bit more of the process and you're like, why can't I make it? And you just, my, that, that's the biggest fear is, is rejection for mm. sure. Um, I also, I don't know if it's a, it's kind of a fear. It's a pet peeve. It's a fear for myself is looking like an idiot. Mm. Um, I don't like looking foolish, which is why it's very difficult for me to risk things i hate looking like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know why that's just how i am like even with this right here this podcast when i saw on instagram and you posted that i'm like that's so cool i would love to i can't tell you how many times i just looked at that <laughs> and just kind of if you will walked past it and like he said you know don't be shy ask and i'm like does he really mean that maybe he means something else i mean you were plain as day with basically <laughs> what you wrote and so, you know, you skirt around the issue. And so instead of actually messaging you and saying, hey, I would love to be on the podcast, I just sent a little emoji face to you. <laughs> and I was like, if I yeah, I could read. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if I in my brain, I was like, if I misread that, maybe he thought I meant to send the little heart face for one of his other posts. So that way I don't look like an <laughs> And so when you messaged me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it paid off. I mean, the same thing is with the the podcast that I'm on regularly with the guys inside the booth. It was such a risk to step out and do something with people I've never met before. I, I get very nervous about that. I feel like I'm going to embarrass myself or God or something. I don't like looking foolish. And so this year has really helped my art because not just my art, like the experiences that I have in life have helped my art because I'm, I'm putting myself out there and it's like, this is just the name of the game. So I, I have to get over that fear of rejection because the truth of the matter is I will get rejected by some, but you won't get rejected by all. So. Now here's the, here's the thing about rejection. <laughs> Uh, and D-Day Direwolf, thank you for the $3 super sticker, man. I appreciate it. When it comes to our fears, it's like you have like a tree, right? Like it's one tree can name everyone's fear that they have. 
fear of speaking, fear of dying, fear of whatever, fear of this. But a lot of that fear all leads to rejection for some, for, for a lot of people, not, not everyone, but a lot of it is uh, like, that's the, that's the peak. I'm a, I, I don't let you know, you hear the number one fear in the world, which is bigger than death, which is really weird, mm-hmm. is the fear of public speaking. That's the number one. You could look that up. And why? Because they don't want to look dumb. They don't want to be rejected. They don't want to. And, and it, it, so it all like mm-hmm. adds up. Why don't you want to speak in public? Well, people are going to laugh at me. It basically comes back to rejection uh, and all those things. So it's amazing how we have to get to this place in our life. And I hear your phone. <laughs> Sorry, I have it on silent. It's an emergency. Sorry. You can take it, you know. That's all right. Yeah, let's just all. uh, Now I feel rejected. uh, And that's a terrible. You have my full attention. I'm sorry. (laughs) We have to get to that. It's it's a it's a constant battle where we have to get to that place of. Like you said, where rejection is going to come, it always will. It always will be there. People will always have negative things to say, which will lead to like a rejection feel. But be able to just kind of smile and wave and know who you are as a person. If we know who we are as individuals, then mm-hmm. it's okay to make fun of ourselves from time to time. Listen, I do it for a living from time to time. Um, it's okay to laugh at ourselves. It's okay to laugh at you know our own <laughs> shortcomings and rejections. I'm working and on that. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a constant, it's a constant build because there were things before that I would be afraid, I was afraid to do because of rejection that I'll do now without a problem. But, you know, but then there's, there's the next, there's the next mm-hmm. thing, you know, I, I, I overcame this fear of like reaching out to anyone. Like, I, I'll just talk to anybody at, at this point, and whether they reject me or not. Eh, it is what it is. I can move. I have this ability now to just Flip the switch and go to the next person. Yeah, um, be nice. It wasn't always like that, though. Okay. You know, it wasn't always like that. It's just, it's just something that you have to have to work on. Uh, but mm-hmm. I know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know who I am as a person. I know who I am. That their rejecting of me will not change how I feel about myself. It never right. will. I don't care who you are. I mean, I all I got. I mean, I can come in here and look at people I've hung out with, people that want, people that know my name that I never thought would know my name. I mean, Trump's mm-hmm. press secretary's picture back there, you know, Kaylee. Um, mm-hmm. People that know my name I never thought would know. I have a Sean Hannity, Gina Carano. Like these are, like I never yes. thought in a million years. So it's kind of right. like, I I don't care. Like like you can reject me. It 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 won't change. And that's. One of the hardest things to get to mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of people in life because once you've been deeply rooted rejected breakup divorce failed business whatever you want to call it it's a it's a tough <laughs> it's a tough one to get back to that place of yeah. not wanting to feel that pain again you know yeah well like, i mean I, that, I grew up with people that I said I grew up. I mean, I spent many years, impressionable years with people that didn't 
understand my artwork and ergo it was bad or it was stupid and so you feel like you need to make art that everybody will approve of and of course as an artist that's just not how it works um and so this year finally I mean, I've been doing art. I did art last year. It was really wonderful. So go, coming into this year, as 2020 really helped me. We all had a lot of time at home <laughs> and uh, to work on my art. And so the end of 2020, coming into this year, really helped me to see it's like, I just have to make what I want to make. And I, mm -hmm. have to be ha I have to be happy with what I make. Uh, not, I completely understand that not everything I make is going to want to be on a t-shirt or on someone's wall. I mean, I did, I don't know if you saw that other video I did where I, I painted my very own book character because I hope to one day write a book and I decided to paint a character that would be the villain. And being in religious circles, art, religious circles... You know, they can be very eggshell, walking on eggshells. And I was really hesitant to post that, that video because I didn't want people to look at me and think that I'm a demon worshiper or that, uh, I, you know, um, or that I was okay with demonic influences or something. I mean, he was a villain for crying out loud. The person that I painted was a villain. It's supposed to look scary and intimidating. It's not like I was praising satan it was just this is part of the imagination i mean god gave us an imagination for a reason i think you have to be careful how you use it but um i posted that video and i felt so proud of myself because it was like i'm not doing this to try and force an opinion or change somebody i, I it was just something i was really proud of that i made i mean it like perfectly came from my brain to the canvas and that's like in and of itself a little miracle and just saying um, forget what other people are saying you know it's not easy that's the thing we talk about like what keeps us motivated and what keeps us out of those pits of despair but it's it's not easy it's not easy my man right here like her thank you for the five dollars mr wong i love this guy he says hey jesus was rejected by almost everyone even by his mm -hmm. close friends so he understands what you're going through uh absolutely and thank you for the five christopher for 20 says i hear you tabitha about criticism and rejection one time i wanted to show uh the famous comic artist neil adams my art he said he'll pay me 20 dollars not to look at it i wow. said rip it apart as i threw money back at him i learned a lot i, I learned a lot by him yeah, yeah. that's the thing it doesn't man christopher that's rough that's the thing. Sorry um, it doesn't matter what you do. You have to come to the conclusion that it doesn't matter what you do. Um, people are going to criticize it. Haters going to hate in the immortal world. I mean, listen, I, <laughs> I came, I came back from, um, I came back from, oh my gosh. One of the countries I was over there. I want to say Haiti, but I don't think it was. I think it was Africa. Anyway, I came back to the States. And when I went to the customs, the customs agent was, 
if if you travel internationally, you got to come through a customs agent when you come back to America from a plane. And uh, he was like, what were you doing? I said, oh, I was in I was in Africa. What were you doing over there? I was like, oh, we were building a water system to give people clean water. And he goes, I just got to tell you something. It makes me sick that you would go over there and work and don't and won't do that for your own people in America. <laughs> and then he handed my passport. And I was like, and I just went like, you know, uh, I just went, thank you. Because, you know, that's like what you do. You're right. You say goodbye. You're just like, okay, thank you. And then you thank walk. You. And I'm like, did he really say that to me? Right. And um, <laughs> I was like, oh my dang. Gosh. And it, it, it was just like, maybe he's having a bad day. Maybe they're just jealous that I got to go and he did. I don't know. It's like, you have to like. You would just wonder why people would say that. The guy behind me who was with me heard what he said, and he was next in line. He told me, he's like, we need to fill out a report. We need to get that guy fired. I was like, man, I, it's like, I don't have time for that nonsense <laughs> anymore. Does the like, airport I'm have tired. a for you? <laughs> I've been freaking in Africa eating terrible food for two weeks, man. I want a hamburger. I don't care about Billy Joe and his problems. Like, it's like, I'm hungry let's like we're going to wendy's okay i need a double stack now right oh yes so and it's just that we and it's it's funny because then we had to go back and we spoke at like some places because we were trying to raise money or whatever it was and he kept the guy kept telling that story and i was like and then steve i was like hey okay like don't share that like i don't care because all you're doing is getting people riled up Right, right. It's focusing <laughs> on the like, negative. And I'm sitting here like, I don't even care. Like, that kind of, right. kind of funny. So, and, and it, but hearing it over and over, it taught me, it's like, man, you can't even like, you can't even like bring people clean water without somebody get upset. <laughs> How it's just dare like, you? How and dare so you? You have to learn, like, you put out the most beautiful thing in all the land, but in some, some people's eyes, it's ugly. They'll only you know? see what they want to see. Exactly. They don't listen. The other thing too, people don't see the hard work. Yeah. They don't see how much sweat you put into it. They don't see how much you know you sacrifice. They don't see any of that. They just go, "Oh, you mm -hmm. painted a picture. That's cool." What'd you use? Finger paint. You know what I mean? Like that's just. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's right. like they don't know you personally. You... <laughs> they don't know if I have perhaps some kind of disability that would only enable me to do a certain kind of artwork. Like it's just. It's face value. That's it. And that's that think that's the hardest one of the hardest things too about art is that it's it's always face value. It's not until you reach uh reach interesting invested people, art critics that wanna know they wanna know more about the art than what you see. You know, yeah. what were you feeling when you painted it? What was your inspiration? Rather and and that's that's really hard. So like I said, it's really interesting that God decided with all of my insecurities, with my passion for success, um, my desire for abundance of money, God was like, you know what we're gonna do? Let's make her an artist. <laughs> mm. And uh, but you know, I, I I do. My mom has always said that I walk to the beat of my own little drum, and yeah. I am quite a stubborn little person. I try to be a stubborn person in a good way and just just work. I like to be I like the feeling of success. Success can come in different levels, 
you know, success can look like abundance of money to some people. Success can look like a happy marriage. Success can just, for me, a lot of times success is hard work rewarded in, in the outcome. You know, when I painted this over here, I didn't know that I had that skill, that talent necessary. I mean, I knew I had the, let me put it, I knew I had the talent just because I knew that God had made me creative. But I didn't know that I my skills had come to this point. And from this painting, I've been able to develop it more and more. And that's so rewarding, even though I didn't make any money from this painting. But it was recognized, which was, you know, awesome. I mean, even, even I have to say, because it was so thrilling, even Gina Carano liked it and commented on it. That was really amazing. I think I gasped out loud when that happened. But just making something beautiful is its own reward or something scary, like my human sacrifice gingerbread house. Because let me tell you, Jay, it looked fantastic. <laughs> it looked really great. You know what success is to me? Uh, being at peace with, <laughs> with yourself. It's just having joy. You know, that, like, that comes in like waves you, for me. You go through this, <laughs> it does. I get it. Like you need money to eat. You need, I get it. It's just, it's just, uh, been around the world twice now and, um, seeing human suffering in different forms and trying to put an end to it in a little way, in little ways that, you know, we tried to, it, uh, it it made me realize I just want to be, I just want to have peace, you know, yeah. peace of mind that yeah. there's running water in my house, you know, because I know with the 7 billion people in the world, it, a lot of people don't have that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it's just a little, it's, it, you appreciate the little things when you see the bigger picture, right. I think. What is your biggest, uh, what do you think is one of, now you have to name them all, one of your greatest personal achievements? Hang on, let me look at my list. Ah. <laughs> look at my notes. <laughs> I, I, I thought about that long and hard today. And um, it's kind of a more of a life lesson that influenced my art rather than artwork itself. <laughs> my greatest... Currently, my greatest achievement was uh, getting an A plus, a 100% on my college math test. Uh, so what? a lot of people don't know. So that's your greatest achievement. Don't right, mock girl, me. I gotta, get you, I gotta get you out the house, man. Come on, it's got to be like a mountain you need to climb. There is. Or... Okay, I've got I've got several and I thought about this long and hard and there's a little story behind that. So I <laughs> I I, I hang on now. <laughs> I dropped I dropped out of school mm-hmm. because I couldn't do math. Mm. I couldn't under I couldn't understand it. I didn't realize that at the time. This was before um learning challenges were all cool and popular. So and, and people knew that they really existed. Like everybody was familiar with dyslexia, but apparently there's something like that for numbers. It's called dyscalculia. Yeah. And I know it well. Okay. And I could, <laughs> I couldn't do 
I, I say I couldn't, I could do, you know, addition and subtraction. I could do multiplication, but it, it takes me so long and I forget so quickly. And so anything beyond that was just like, you start getting into the decimals. And I know a lot of people have that problem with math, you know, fractions and stuff, but like even basic stuff, I just couldn't remember it. I can't really do math in my head and I can't even do it really well on paper. And so I just dropped out. I'm like, I'm stupid. I convinced myself because everybody stared at me when I was like, I, yeah, you know, I can't do math. I'm, I'm, I'm several years behind in school. And so I just convinced myself that I was stupid <laughs> and mm. I, you know, and that art was basically the only thing I could do because it didn't require math, which again, later on, I found out does because you need the business aspects and depending on what kind of project you're working on, you need to measure. Nobody tells you that part. <laughs> but, um, so I went, so long story short, all that self-loathing, feeling like an idiot, all that never graduating, another achievement that I wasn't normal. That was the other thing too. I was always different. And I felt like that was wrong. And so when I got to, I, I was able to get into college. I don't know how. I didn't have to take an entrance exam or anything like that. But I started doing, I started doing art classes. And eventually I was like, I want to be able to say I graduated. I want that stupid piece of paper that says, <laughs> you're not stupid. And that was for me. I know some people just look at it like, whatever. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah, you don't I, have you're to. Not this is for you, not for some people. So, right. And so <laughs> I paid for my, my own math classes, things that I needed wow. for college. And the first math class that I took, I had a really great teacher. She was no nonsense, but she was very com compassionate. And I just, I have to brag because not, not brag from like a, like, look at me, but like, I'm so excited because I worked my butt off. I mean, the day before the final test, and I've never gotten an A in math in my entire life. The day before the final test, I studied for eight hours straight. I mean, I'm literally talking tears <laughs> to understand what I was doing. And the day that I took the test, they divide, she divided it in half. And so the front half of the paper we had to do without our calculator and the back half of the paper we were allowed to, if she approved of the first half, we were able to go up and get our calculator. I did the entire test without needing a calculator and I got 100% correct. Look at you. Congratulations. And that, so, thank you. I was going to have that framed and everything. I'm like, and so what it has to do with my art is that if you really want to, and, and even more with my, beyond artwork, if you really want to do something, you can, it's going to hurt most likely. It probably won't come easy. It might not even be within your natural wheelhouse. But I proved to myself that day, and I forgot pretty much everything that I learned because of me and numbers. <laughs> but I but I did it. And so I look, I look at my artwork and things that I've been able to do now, and it is a struggle, very much so. People don't understand you. They don't know what makes you tick. They don't know about my my multiple personality, <laughs> and uh, but I but I I can do it. I really believe, like in my heart of heart, 
whatever it is, the success that I'm striving for, I can do it because I was able to get that hundred percent in math. All right. Okay. So I take it back. I take back what I said. I took math in college and I'm like, this is dumb. (laughs) C minus all the way through. It's like, (laughs) I just did it enough to like get the credit number. You know, it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't going for the Dean of awards. I wasn't going for valid Victorian or any of these special beats. I didn't even go to my graduation. I was like, I'm done. Mail me that paper. I did half of my college while I was in Haiti, like sweating on a laptop. Yeah. I was like, I'm so sick of this done. So yeah, by the time I got to like the last eight classes, I'm like, oh man, I just want this over with. (laughs) I was taking classes. I like had, I just did not care about, but I, you know, like you said, I was like that in French class. Like by the end of the semester, I was like, okay, so I, I'm a nerd and a geek and whatever else you want to say. I love learning. Absolutely love school. I'm one of those people, <laughs> even though I dropped out. <laughs> I never stopped learning. Well, and that was the thing, too, because of the fact that I didn't want people to know that I had dropped out. I didn't want people to know that I was stupid. So I read a lot and I increased my vocabulary exponentially. And so nobody, because they always say, you, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover, but nobody suspected for years that I was a high school dropout, didn't have this, you know, no certificate of uh, What's it called? Yeah, yeah. That piece of paper. I can't even think of the yeah. words now. Nobody Degree. suspected it because I, I, Diploma. I'm a very knowledgeable person, and that was my facade. I didn't want them to know what my weekend was. So when I went to school, it was just like I love A's. I told you I'm an achiever. Like I was like I don't care. I will be the pe- teacher's pet. I want my A plus. But when it came to French class, I was like I will take the C. <laughs> I can't mm. do this. Like I even was like that. I was like that when going into math because I knew that I couldn't do it. I knew that I couldn't do it. And I lo think, and behold, I did it. I think it I think what you've taught uh anyone here today, like that have some determination, some drive. Um some like you said, set your mind to it. <laughs> get going. <laughs> hey, don't stop. Um, and now you're at this place where are you, are you, are you happy where you're at right now? Or is it like, nah, I'm not settling. I got, I got a couple more. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm in a place of contentment because I am okay. happy with how things are going, but I'm not satisfied because I have mm. big goals big dreams for myself that I'm really excited about. I think that's so important. I think that's so important. I I have like a goals board Mm -hmm. where it's like, I got weekly, monthly and yearly. And I just, I change the weekly every week. (laughs) I change the monthly every month. (laughs) And, and then like the yearly, you kind of look at and like, I think I got that one done. And it's just a constant, Oh man, artists, we artist people. I don't know if I consider myself an artist, but a lot of artist people think so differently. You, mm-hmm. It's like you see the world differently. You see the world. You, uh, you just see it, you just see things differently than l- people that think more logical. 
see the world. It's it's like your eyebrows. Unique. I'm probably the only person in the world that has complimented <laughs> your eyebrows. <laughs> exactly. It's like you just see things you see things differently. Um I'm at this place it's it's uh <clears throat> excuse me. I'm at this place now where it's um I just see the world so beautiful. <laughs> like I, I don't know why. Maybe it it's just every little thing like I get caught up like watching the wind blow the leaves. It's like, am I like really getting that old? And then, but it's, you know, hiking up mountains and going to places I've been before and like appreciating the little mm -hmm. things like, and, it, and sometimes it just seems like the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, like smiles down, smiles down because like I would go places and all of a sudden like, uh, last time I was in St. Augustine, not too long ago. And the St. Augustine beach is kind of like, it's not the greatest, but we were there and all of a sudden, like a whole school of dolphin just hung out with, just hung out with me for a little bit. And, uh, the person I was with, and it's just like, that was the cool, like, that was such a cool, and it was like the last day I was there. It was such a cool moment, you know, and they were just they were chasing fish and they were pop. They were jumping and all that stuff. And it was like your own little show. Yeah. And I, I just know, like, years ago, I was in such a hurry to do stuff and to like, you just didn't stop and appreciate the things that were already around you. Mm -hmm. So I mean, those come with age. I mean, it's not a there's slight. the age thing again. Yeah, Jay, you're freaking old. Like when you're older, that's what you do. You're like, my time on Earth is almost done. <laughs> I better watch the wind blow. No, I'm I'm the same way. Look, it's not like I I I mean not to say, look, I get you've got one of your people. I say one of your people, he's one of my friends too, like Phil, TMNT. Like he calls me a boomer all the time. And I really resent that. I don't like getting older <laughs> so when he calls me that. But you do learn to appreciate as you do get older, like I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. It's not a slight in any means that. Yeah, but I'm just telling you, there, a lot of people don't though. Oh really? A lot of people don't appreciate their surroundings. A lot of people, I talk to a lot of people. They just they're just constantly in. I work. I go home. I watch TV. I go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Maybe I'll take mm -hmm. a vacation. Well, what are you going to do in your vacation? Well, I'm so tired. I just want to go somewhere and sit. <laughs> 